Welcome to this daily reflection for Holy Week from St Ninian's Church in Stonehouse. This is the reflection for Wednesday, John 13, verses 21 to 30. After saying this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I've dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. After he received the piece of bread, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. No one at the table knew why he had said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. Judas troubles me. He should trouble us all. How could it be that Jesus chose someone with the capacity to betray him to be his disciple, to spend three years with him, to see him up close every single day, to witness miracles and healings, to hear stories and have scripture explained? How could Jesus have made such a big mistake? That's what we do with Judas, isn't it? We've already seen it in John's description of the perfume incident. Judas is the one who objects, and from a distance of 70 years or so, the writer slips in some brackets that tell us Judas was a thief. A sudden undermining of his character. He hasn't ever really been mentioned up until this point, but now he's not to be trusted. So when Jesus starts talking about betrayal, we have a candidate. Someone we won't be too shocked at. Someone who fits the profile. The other thing we do is forget that Satan in these times isn't the name of the Lord of Hell. Satan is the accuser, the tempter. That little voice that niggles away at your conscience. Judas, like all the others, has heard the crowd's disappointment, the growing concerns. It's been days since Palm Sunday and there's no hint of a rebellion, not even a whiff of an uprising. Judas has also seen the religious leaders plot and scheme. They are the leaders of the country. They are the soul of the nation. How could they be wrong? You can sense the impending darkness. You can see the inevitable coming and, well, he doesn't want to be on the wrong side of that overwhelming force. Who would? Judas is everyone who has never started because it's just too hard. Judas is everyone who has ever given up because the odds are just too high. Judas is everyone who has bottled it, packed it in, run away, hid, grasped on their mates or blamed it all on someone else. Judas is everyone who has been overwhelmed by the system, the company, the rules, the empire. To be blunt, Judas is all of us. He has to do it, because that's what happens. That's humanity. And before the rest of the disciples get all self-righteous, 
they will run away when it comes to the crunch. All of them. None of them are any better. Judas walked out into the night. Nobody understood why. Nobody was quite sure what they had just witnessed. Nobody could make sense of the after-dinner awkwardness. Jesus was restless. Shocking words were blotted out. One of you will betray me. Ask him. Ask him what he means. Ask him who is it. How can he mean one of them? Eyes meeting in an unbearable discomfort. Looking away. Watching him dip the bread. Watching his hand stretch out. Identifying the cause of this troubling statement. The bread received by Judas. The instruction to act quickly. Food for the celebration. Funds for the poor. No comprehension around the table. It was dark when Judas left. He would never be back. He would never live it down. He went out into the night. Judas, the disciple. It was dark when Judas left them. He would never be back. He would never live it down. He went out into the night. Judas, the disciple. His leaving still leaving room for doubt. His name still loved. In this carnival of darkness taking place this week, O God, a sinister dance of shadows that torments this moment and wrings the light from it. May we hold on to the light. Double speak and hidden clues in an underground market and conspiracy and of, of names exchanged for coins and fig trees abandoned, tables overturned, a, a temple sacrifice turned into the price is right. May we hold on, O God. There is a carnival of darkness this week that dances too close to death with stories of life abused and harassed by the shadows that are alive and pull at the light. May we hold on, O God. The celebration is among the arches, dangerous places where deals are done, and the dance is a macabre one of deals and debts of betrayal and denial, and the music is chaotic, upbeat and sombre at the same time, owned by no one and yet played by all. May we hold on, O God. In the midst, you, O Jesus, loves and longs and still lives in the rhythm, not of the darkness, but of the light. May we hold on to the light, O Jesus. We pray for others, for the world, for the next moment, for the Saturdays and Sundays after Good Friday, for the possibilities of God, for the hope in life, for the renewal of the earth, for the regrowing of justice, for the planting of the kingdom, for the tables of the poor, for the landless without land, for the religion that forgets love, for the tables yet to be overturned, for the servants who wash feet, for the bread still to be broken, the wine still to be poured, for the tomb still to be sealed, for the dawn still to break, for the story still to find an ending, for the disciple still to betray, for the truth still to be crushed, for the empire still to be lost, for the women still to weep, for the world still to redeem, 
the justice still to be born, for the life still to be given, for the words still to be silenced, for the prayers still to be made, for the morning still to come, for the song still to be sung, for the crying still to be made, for the doubt still to happen, for the questions still to be asked, for the Saviour still to save, for all that is yet to be we pray, and place ourselves on the way, on the path that follows you, and what seems impossible, and only love can redeem. And this week, may love stand tall, even as it falls. May justice find its space, even when it is flooded with shadows. May truth out, even as the noise drowns it. May the kingdom come, even as the earth's empires conspire. And this week, may the one of faith trust in that faith, for there is nothing else to be done. For the world turns its back, truth is lied to, freedom is entrapped, peace is marched over, religion turns the other cheek, and life faces its death. Such is this week that is holy, and the one who is love. Yet, in the suffering servant God's last conspiracy lives, faith, hope, love, and in all the darkness of the universe, you cannot finally crush that which promises resurrection. So we go. We continue our walk with Jesus towards the cross and onwards to the tomb. But for now we reflect and we wait.